0: Hey, yo, what up It's your brother, Kurt Roski. Checking in one time for the one time. Uh, Man, we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Fire Wine where, well, of course, it gets better over time. Believe, mature, and to become. Pull it up, baby. <laughs> it's that clump laugh. Spiritually, <laughs> so anyway, I digress. Hey, guys, we got a great show for you. Uh, we're going to do a little shift this morning. Okay, the Lord put this on my heart this morning, it really put it on my heart yesterday, and I couldn't stop thinking about it, and so I definitely want to share this with you guys, and I hope it be a blessing. Uh, We're coming from um, 2 Corinthians chapter number 9, verse 8. Now, of course, I was um, sitting under my powerful man of God, Pastor Scott T. Sanders, and uh, our apostle, Apostle Leroy Thompson, Sr., uh, gave him this instruction, and so, of course, if He gives it to him. I'm gonna take it for myself. You know, he said that um, every morning there should be a scripture that you're meditating on. And he said this, what I love, he says, you have to soak in the revelation of who you really are. When you read the scripture, don't just read just to be reading. Don't just read to try to, you know, oh, that was a nice story. I like that. No, 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 no. When you read the scripture, you're supposed to read with the intention to put yourself in that scripture, that's why God wrote the Bible to show you what He wants to do in your life. And so um, there's a scripture that I was meditating on. It was 2 uh, Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 8 in the Amplified Version. I really like how it states it in the Amplified Version. It says, And God is able to make all grace, which is every favor and earthly blessing. Come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, which is possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Okay. now. This scripture is saying that God is able to put you in a position to where you can be financially, you will be financially self-sufficient. Now, I love this part at the beginning. It says God is able to make all grace, which is every favor and earthly blessing. What come to you in abundance? So God is able to make every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance, y'all. I'm gonna break this down so that it could be as plain as possible. God, don't get no glory when you broke. I know this for, for, for the super saved uh, saints. I'm sorry, but this, this is for you. But if you can't receive it, then hey, you know, it is what it is. But this is the Bible. God does not get no glory when you broke. God does not get no glory when you broke. I know we, we you know, because, you know, our, our mom struggled, our dad struggled, a uh, big mama struggled, uh, our ancestors struggled. So we think that we have to struggle until we get to heaven. And that is not the case here, people. Now, there are some struggles in life. Don't get me wrong. But your whole life ain't supposed to be a struggle. This scripture right here says that God will put you in a position to where money is not an issue. So if you are struggling with money, it's because you have not trusted God with your money. I will submit to you this every area that you're struggling in, you haven't given it to God. (laughs) Because think about think about this. Think about this. It says every earthly blessing and every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. Last time I checked, abundance was more than enough. Abundance was like, if you needed $2, God to give you $2,000. If you needed $5, God to give you $5,000. If you needed $50, God give you 5, 5, $15,000. You see what I'm saying? So God will give you more than enough because that's the, the type of God that he is. So I submit to you this, if you only have enough, then it's not enough. If you only have enough, it's not enough. Because God is the God of more than enough. Think about it. We, we call him more than enough. And you're the God of abundance and all that. And we're struggling with barely enough. That ain't God. That's not God. You know, our, our, our real our real riches, you know, is when we get to heaven. No, Jesus said that when um, I'm reminded of when uh, the disciples asked Jesus, well, then who can make it into heaven? And um, he was telling, you know, he was talking about the rich man, that the guy that uh, Jesus offered him a chance. He said, go sell everything and, you know, come follow me. And so a lot of people make mistake that as well, you see, Jesus didn't want he, he had a lot of money. Jesus said it wasn't about money. No, that's not what Jesus was saying. Jesus told him, go sell everything because he knew that the that the money had him and he didn't have the money. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. And a lot of people think that rich people love money. No, broke people love money too. That's why they ain't got nothing. Trust me. I know what I'm talking about. I'm preaching to myself. So, I come to tell you that God does not get any glory when you're broke. I heard this from Apostle Thompson. It really changed my perspective. You know, they said the love of money is the root of all evil, right? He said... Not having any money is evil. What? <laughs> what? Now, don't, don't get me wrong. If you only got like $2. You're not evil. But what he's saying is that is evil because money is for the purpose of supporting the gospel. Money is for the purpose of pushing God's kingdom agenda. It's for blessing people. So if you're, So if you're always broke, then it shows that you're not really in it to bless God's people. Okay? So, to sum it all up, okay? Y'all, it's okay for us to be rich. Can I Can I tell you this? We're supposed to be rich. Jesus became poor so that we could be rich. Just like he became sin so that we could be free from sin. Just like he took on sickness so that we can operate in health. The thing that we weren't supposed to have. Jesus took it on the cross. So that we can have the opposite. So Jesus. Took broke in poverty. So that we can be rich. You don't believe me. I'll prove it to you. Okay first off. Everybody know Moses told um, Pharaoh. God told Moses go tell Pharaoh to let my people go right. There's just nothing. Ain't nothing new about it. Everybody know that story. Well. Check this out. I was reading a book. By the way, side note: leaders are readers. If you're not reading, first of all, there's one book I know you're supposed to read, and that's the Bible. You know, so let's 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 get back to reading. Just turn off that TV. Cut all the extracurricular TV uh, extracurricular activities out. Let's start back reading, okay? Not all of them. You got to cut all the activities out, but you know, cut out some that you know. Reading. Leaders are readers. The top CEOs, top billionaires, they read. Uh, there's was, there was a study that said they read over 60 books a year. Come on. So um, anyway, Moses told Pharaoh to go let the people go, right? But Jesus, this, this is amazing, right? Here. Not Jesus. God, this is amazing. God, okay, so he told Pharaoh they were getting ready to go, right? So you would think after being in captivity for all those years, shoot, all right, cool, let's go. They're ready to go. God said, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, not so fast. Nah, nah. Y'all not just leaving like that. I want y'all to go and borrow gold and silver and all these things from Pharaoh. Now, this word borrow does not, it's not the same borrow like how we use it today. You know, we say, yo, let me borrow $5. You know, no, this is, this borrow in the, in the Bible, it literally means to demand upon request. So God said, I want you to go to demand. It's basically reparation for them being enslaved. Now, here's the revelation. You've been enslaved 40 years, 400 years, or whatever. Why, when, when, God, when, when Pharaoh says, okay, you're free, you would think that, okay, let's go, we're free. But God, <laughs> God said they weren't free until they were financially flowing in abundance. He said, go borrow gold. Go demand upon request gold and silver and all that and then you're free. So could it be that true deliverance is not just free of sin? That true deliverance is when you are financially stable. Ooh. In other words, why wouldn't God just tell them to leave? All right, go. Pharaoh said you go. No, he said, no, you ain't going nowhere. Uh-uh. Not until you get oh Shamai Not until you get paid for the hell that they put you through. Man, we've been broke so long, trying to get $2 and 50 cent on pump six and all that. Nah, 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 nah. God God is telling me to tell you it's payday. You're going to pay me and we're going to be flowing in abundance. Okay? This Bible says every earthly blessing and favor come to you in abundance. Transmission go out. You got no money to pay it. Rent due. Money to pay it. Mortgage due. Money to pay it. Car, paying it off. House, paying it off. (laughs) Hey, man, I was wondering if I can borrow this. Okay, sure. Here you go. Boom. Hey, sister, I was wondering if I could borrow this. Okay, here you go. Boom. Blessed to be a blessing. Money flowing to you because money flowing through you. Jesus, I'll prove one more point. Jesus. Jesus himself. Jesus himself. Think about this. Everybody know Judas, right? Everybody know Judas as the one that betrayed Jesus, right? That's what he's most infamous. That's what he's most known for, right? The one that betrayed Judas. But do you know what Judas' job was as one of Jesus' disciples? Jesus was the one that kept the money. I mean, Judas was the one that kept the money for Jesus. So, in other words, Judas was Jesus' treasurer. Judas was Jesus' accountant. How can you be How can you be broke and have a treasure? A treasure if it's somebody that got money. So if Jesus was loaded with money, and that's who we're supposed to be like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we we, we strive to be like Jesus, right? That's what we be like. That's what we worship. That's what we be like, right? We're following Jesus, so we're being like him. We're taking his example. So if he was rich, that shows you we're supposed to be rich. Y'all, I ain't talking about no joy. I ain't talking about no no, no, no spiritual blessing this morning. I'm talking about us being rich. Now, I'm not guaranteeing everybody going to be a millionaire, a trillionaire, a billionaire, but I am saying that when you flow in God, that money is not supposed to be an issue. Depression can come from not having enough money. It's not saying that you love money. It's not saying that you worship money. But you need money on this earth, people. You need money. That's how you. That's how you operate on Earth. You need money. God knows that you need money. <laughs> so that's the scripture I'm meditating on this morning. And if I had to tie it in to not settling and you know, don't giving up and all that stuff like that, don't settle for being broke. Nah, I, I, and I know I'm, I'm not. And what I'm saying is, you know, if you barely got two nickels to rub together, that's fine. You know, you know, hey, we're all growing. We're all growing, but just know, okay. At the beginning, I said you got to soak in the revelation. This is the revelation that you need to soak in. I'm supposed to be rich. <laughs> See, broke people ain't gonna like that, and, 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 and super saved, spirit filled, spiritual people they ain't gonna like that either. But it's the Bible. A lot of times we curse what's in the Bible. This is the Bible. Do you not know there's over 2,000 verses in the Bible talking about finances? That Jesus talked about money more than he talked about going to the cross. (laughs) I know this is really going to blow people's mind. I don't know. know? Study it. Study it for yourself. You'll see. In over half of Jesus' parables, Jesus talked about money. Why? Why? Because we're supposed to be rich. We're looking at being rich like it's a dream, like it's a fantasy. No, it's actually the will of God for us. That's God's will for us, for us to be rich. And money. Yes, and happiness. Yes, and joy. Yes, and peace. You know, we can name all these other things, but then we leave money out. And money, too. All right? Hey, y'all, man, this is your brother, Great Rose. Man, I just really had to uh, get that off my chest. That's I just, I just been feeling some some type of way about that. But I'm here to let you know, man. We supposed to be rich. <laughs> it's really not an option. Like you know, it's an option because you know we got to receive God's will. You know, He'll never force it upon us. But once we flow and once we're really flowing in God's will, riches comes with the territory. All right. So, man, hey, it's your brother, Gertrude Broski. Check it out. Amen. Greatness has no peak. When was the last time you did something for the first time? And oh, people, do I really got to say it? I will. And there's nothing you can do about it. You know your boy love you, right? Oh, yeah. Peace. Amen. Y'all have a blessed Friday. Amen. Be great. Be great. Don't wait till the weekend. Every day is a day of being great. All right. Give the Lord thanks. Get you a scripture that you meditate on. Meditate on the scripture. And soak in that scripture until you get the revelation. Once you get the revelation, you soak in that revelation until it gets all inside of you. One thing about a sponge, I'm preaching again, but I promise you I'm finna go out. One thing about a sponge, when you squeeze the sponge, only thing that's gonna spew out is what you've been what it's been soaking in. Matter of fact, soak in the fact that you're supposed to be rich. <laughs> hey, man, I love y'all, man. God bless. Y'all have a blessed day. Have a blessed weekend. Be great. Oh, yeah. Hey, y'all, what up, 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 what up? It's your boy, The Great Will skip. Checking in one time for the one time uh maybe I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Fine Wine, where of course it gets better over time. Believe, it, mature, and become pulling up, baby. <laughs> Spiritually. <laughs> There's that clump laugh. Spiritually, anyway, I digress. Hey guys, we got a great show for you. Man, I'm going ahead and kick it off. I was in church yesterday, and of course, my man of God, Pastor Scott T. Sanders, made a statement that I'll probably be the statement for the rest of my life. He was saying that he he was saying that there's a scripture that says God will give you the desires of your heart. Matter of fact, it's in Psalms 37 verse 4 it says, "Delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thine heart." And a lot of times, growing up, I always thought that scripture meant, "Well, okay, God, I want a Lamborghini, or I want ten million dollars. You said you'd give it to me." But that's not what that's talking about. What it's talking about, the next scripture says, Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. What he's saying is once you commit yourself fully unto the Lord, once you get in him and he get in you, then he'll give you desires that he wants for you. Now, what's the difference between what you want and what God wants? What you want is pretty much always for selfish gain. But what God wants for you will always benefit and will always bless his people. Always remember that. So when God starts giving you desires, it's to bless his people. Ultimately, it will bless you. It will bless you. It'll bring glory to God, but also it'll bless his people. So the reason why I say all that, uh, my pastor said there are some things that God would give him and quite naturally our mind goes to well God how can I afford this how can I pay for this and this is what God told him he said I didn't tell you to try to figure out how you're going to pay for it I just told you to believe for it <laughs> what the, what 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 I didn't tell you to pay for it I told you to believe for it oh, God. <laughs> a lot of times what eliminates the plans that God has for us is we steady thinking about dollar signs but there's a saying that i got from my mom she said if it's God's will then it's God's bill okay so when God is placing something in your heart and you know it's from God because he ain't gonna give you nothing that don't glorify him so if you know it's from God don't worry about how you're gonna pay for it or how you can achieve it just just believe it's already done Okay, what God is saying that first believe that you it can happen because all things are possible. Then you believe it will happen and then you believe it's already done. It can happen. It will happen. It's already done. So with that, I have an example I want to give to you. Um, I do jingles as a living and my first customer, I never will forget years ago, I felt that it was pressed upon my heart, the Lord told me to go to this person and ask him, does he need a jingle? Now, I went to the person, I was a little nervous, I ain't gonna lie, but I said, excuse me, sir, I was just wondering uh, if you would like a jingle that is a short summary with a with a melody to better expand your company, in other words, to make your company more marketable. I said, I know your product Sales by itself, but with a jingle, it'll make people more aware of your product. He was like, oh, I never thought about that. He was like, you know what? I'll tell you what, that sounds good. He said, come by my office uh, this day right here, this time right here, and we'll, we'll talk some more about it. I said, yes, sir. So then I was like, yes. And then as soon as I said yes, I was like, oh, wait a minute. How am I going to pay for the jingle? Because you have to get studio time. And then after studio time, you have to make sure it's correct. So you have to, you know, the studio I go to is $100 an hour. And then you have to pay for the mixing and mastering. That is how it, sound, it goes from sounding like it's in your mama's basement to sounding like uh, something Jay-Z and Beyonce would put out. It, you know, it's, it's all in the mixing and mastering. So I'm just like, Lord, how am I? I don't, I don't have the money. I'm working a part-time job. How can I afford this? God said, I didn't tell you to try to figure out how you can afford it, just know that just do the jingle and I will provide everything else. I said, okay, God. So as I was doing the jingle, I came up with the jingle, man, it was a top seller. I said, yes. I said, okay, God, I did the jingle, now what? Call this person right here. I just felt led in my spirit to call. So I said, okay. I called and the person picked up and it's somebody that I knew and I, I'm not going to reveal their status because of what they did. They, wouldn't, they said they would never do it for anybody else. But I will say this. This person had the studio, had everything I needed. So I said, I'm just going to be up front with you. I don't necessarily have the funds. I could perhaps pay you on the back end. The person said, no, that's okay. The person said, I don't know why I'm doing this for you, but I'll just do it for free. Just Returned a couple of favors. I know you can sing, so just sing for a couple of my projects. I said, done, just like that. Hundreds, almost a $1,000 worth of work, free. God said, I got it. You just do what I tell you to do. I didn't ask you to pay, how you gonna pay for it. I said, just believe for it. Anyway, did it, and the guy was professional, personified, on time. Excellent in everything that he did. Didn't take... He, he, he asked me stuff. He didn't demand anything. You know, a lot of people well, since I'm doing it for free. You're going to do what I, what, I, what I want you to do. No, he was like, okay, I would suggest this, but however you want to do it, that's how we're going to roll. I mean, professional. Very few people I met that was as professional as him and did it in a time that this man, you would have thought I paid this man thousands of dollars. I had to pay this man a dime, and he was professional. And so, anyway, long story short, we got the jingle. So I I pitched it to the guy, he loved it. I sold it to him and he was just like, I wanna make you the spokesperson for my car lot. He owns two car lots, you're gonna be the spokesperson. Whatever we do in the advertisement, it's gonna be through you. (laughs) What? Anyway, so I can't tell y'all how much I sold it for, but I'll tell you this much. It would've took me almost two months working a nine to five to make whatever I made for that jingle <sniffs> God said I didn't tell you to pay for it I didn't tell you to try to figure out how you gonna pay for it. I just told you to believe for it now I tell a testimony of my sister uh, evangelist Christy Jones I love this young lady she is just a sweet person she told me this testimony and I literally ran it. so I'm not gonna get into her business but what I will say this she owed $2,200 so, she went to go pay on the $2,200. So, she called the lady and the lady said, okay, let me check the computer. She was like, well, wait a minute. It's, you don't owe $2,200. I just updated it and it said, all you owe is $1,100. She was like, whoa. So, you're like, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, man, You're a way maker. Oh, shout out my. So, I speaking in tongues. <laughs> anyway, so then... She's like, okay, well, I'll just, you know, I'll just go ahead and pay that. Cool. She's like, wait a minute. Something's going on with the system. It just updated again. It said, you don't owe anything. <laughs> $2,200 wiped out. I know of another testimony. Student loans. Looking, ain't nothing too hard for God. Uh, this person had over $90,000 mysteriously wiped out. God said, I didn't tell you try to figure out how you're going to pay for it. I just told you to believe for it. Crazy, right? So one of the desires, go back to my main subject, one of the desires that God put in my heart, and I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to be transparent because maybe you got to look at it like this. If I'm sharing it with you, maybe this is a desire God wants you to have because I didn't know about it until somebody shared it with me. But one of the desires that I can't shake is that at the beginning of every year in January, I'm going to pay off all my bills for the entire year. I can't shake it. God keeps prompting me. He keeps reminding me that. And so I'm just like, Lord, why do you want me to do that? First off his scripture says, oh no, man, that's what the Bible says. And so I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. You know, you want us to be debt free. He wants to Oh no, man, but how does it benefit me? He said, when you pay off all your bills for the beginning, for for the whole year, at the beginning of the year. How much would you really bless people then? How much could you really give to your church? How much could you really give to your family? How much could you really do? How much can you really step out on faith knowing that you don't have any bills for a whole 12 months? The first thing I thought about was, oh, I go on vacation. Oh, I can do this. No, I didn't think about that. I thought about, man, what kind of seed can I sow to bless my man and woman of God? Man, what can I do for my mom and dad? I can start sending them money instead of always calling asking for money. And we stopped that by the way. But still, I can really start to bless them. They took care of me for 20-some odd years. Now it's my time. It's my chance to take care of them. What can I do for my wife? Get a hair did, go to the go get a nails there. What how can I bless the people of God knowing that all of my bills are paid? There are some desires. That God has put in you. And you know it's God because it benefits everybody else. But don't think about how you're going to pay for it. Just believe that for one, it's possible. Two, it will. It's po- one, it's possible. Two, it's possible for you. And three, it's already done for you. Could it be, I submit to you this. That when you believe it's already done, then God will reveal the ways of how it's going to manifest. <gasps> what? No, couldn't be. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you, with man, it's impossible. But there's a but. Whenever there's a but, that means contrast with God. All things are possible. I'll leave you with this. My man of God is always just dropping bombs. And I may not say this correctly, but just get the idea of the statement. He said, you know, it may be impossible, but it's still doable. (laughs) It might be impossible, but it's doable. The only ones that make history are the ones that conquer the impossible. Hey, man, y'all be blessed. It's your boy, The Great Roski. Checking out one time for the one time. Hey, man, greatness has no peak. When was the last time you did something for the first time? Oh, and you already know. You know your boy love you, right? And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah.